life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and bees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great, a bachelorette, drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon. Alright, let's check out, uh... Mike Malone's website, new website. Yeah, that's done, yeah. done by the girl. It's fancy. <laughs> there it is. Uh, thanks for tuning in the Road Stories podcast, everybody. Part of the All Things Comedy Network. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano. Sorry for the delay on the podcast. I had technical problems last night, and I lost the show. I was working at Irvine. I couldn't get back in time. So I grabbed one of the comics I was working with, and a buddy that. Uh, uh, I've been wanting to on the show for a while, and we said let's do this and let's uh, let's get it up fast. And right after this, I'm posting it. So uh, perfect, make it funny because I, <laughs> I, I ain't editing shit. I don't I don't like the way that sounded. I just grabbed <laughs> grab this guy I was working with. It sounds like you really don't want to work with me. It sounds like it's like sure since you're here. Why it sounds like you, you know? slept on the floor uh, last night. Like Chicky hooked up with it like three o'clock in the morning. It's like look, since it's us two, why not make this happen? I mean, if no, you're man, here. Look, last time we worked together, I asked you to do it. Absolutely, and then a yeah. year later, I worked together. Uh, real quick, uh, part of All Things Comedy has a spotlight uh, on their shows now, and this week is the Farley Brothers. So after you listen to this, check that out. The Farley Brothers are hysterical. I used to do improv with Kevin. Um, it's a spotlight show every week, so they're spotlighting the Farley Brothers. It's my only announcement I had to make. Wow. Nice. That's better, man. Player, I hate man. those podcasts that have, do like an hour of commercials before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? That's what a great this All Things Comedy, man. The, Bill, Bill Burr and Al Madrigal started it, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're all about it. Do you do that, Mike? No, no. <laughs> I have something real short up top for for Audible. That's right. That's, that's my. Oh, uh, Audible, I love Audible, yeah, man. Yeah. God, man, they make my workouts it. go. Uh, <laughs> well, let's get some introductions. Um, making a second appearance. Uh, see him on Star Stand and then end up. I know. I hate that name. Right? Yeah. Five ends in it. Uh, yeah, I host a show called Stand Up. Oh, you're the permanent host on I'm, it? I'm not the permanent host, but I host three of the shows. Oh, okay. And uh, it's on Stars Stand Up. And it works, well, first, it's on Stars Black. So, like, when I tell people it's on Stars, they go, what? What channel? Like, nobody knows they have Stars yeah, Black. Yeah, exactly. Nobody them knows what Stars yeah. there. And then, two, the name is just horrible because I tell people I'm the host of Stand Up, and they go, yeah, what's the name of the show? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know it's called Stand Up. And they go, yeah, yeah, I understand. What's the name of the? I know you're doing stand up, but what? I'm like, it's a dumb name. <laughs> it's like they're like, well, well, we can't come up with a name. Let's just put four in. Yeah, yeah, that'll, yeah. That'll make they it tried to out. black it up right. with two A's and an apostrophe. There's and a he, Q in there for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leo Flowers joins us. I didn't know it was at all. Is it a black show? It's not an all black show, is it? I mean, it's an urban show. Oh, it's an urban show. You know, we're in Hollywood. We don't say black. So. <laughs> We say, when you go on commercial auditions, can you be more urban? Right, right. It's a very, like, all right, just say black it up. If you, can I didn't you be realize more that. ghetto? Because I saw yours in Rudy Moreno's. And, oh, and then Shang. All right, I guess oh, yeah, so. it was Rudy. Right, right. All right, awesome. Uh, next up, a uh, guy I've been trying to get on the podcast for a long time. Very funny guy. Dude, on the road all the time. All yeah, the time. yeah, constantly, man. I do about 46 weeks a year on the That's road. That's awesome. I'm jealous, man. I can't um, get out that much I'm anymore. trying to get off the road. That's what <laughs> <laughs> I have so many guys, like, I'd love to have them. I'm like, I want to go home. <laughs> um, Mike Malone joins us on the show. Thanks for coming out on uh, President's Day. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks right, right. Happy, See, uh, no days off, happy man. Happy no mail. Yeah. Today. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. I, just, I was thinking about this this morning. Uh, Leo, you how much weight did you lose? 70. 70 pounds. Yeah. And you were a fat kid, right? Yeah, now. yeah. I was huge growing and up. I was a fat kid. Really? Really? Oh, yeah. So we have like three dudes just, with eating problems. Yeah. We should order pizza. I like where this is going. <laughs> we should order a, should order a low this, fat. This is a support group. I didn't yeah. know. This is an intervention you called me into. <laughs> we can uh, start our own sorority. <laughs> I think I think once every two weeks I go. You know what? I'm gonna stop eating bad. I'm gonna get back into the good habits and all that. Like just last night, I, I had this. Oh, we went out for ribs and mashed potatoes and cornbread and all this 
this oh, this beautiful food, and I was like, tomorrow it's it. I'm I'm done. <laughs> right, right. Going out with a bang. Yeah. <laughs> like, you sound like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, I'm gonna start my diet. Yeah. Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow. Well, you know what? But someday, I I, I pick Sunday. I call it Sweet Tooth Sundays. Yeah. You know oh. what I mean? Because it's like the day I just allow myself to gorge. So you have a you, cheat. You day. have to have that yeah. cheat day, yeah, yeah. man. It's like you'll go crazy if not. Yeah. And, and what's hard is on the road is is you, there's no such thing as like I mean there is but there isn't. Who wants to get a salad at McDonald's at one right, in the morning? Right, Nobody. Right, right, <laughs> it's right. so easy to just go. I'm gonna go get a fourth meal. <laughs> fourth meal. <laughs> they watch Netflix and go to bed. This <laughs> like, thing is a healthy habitat on the road. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of map out the, the places I go. Like I know I can go here. I can go to that or, Indian or restaurant food, in Sacramento right. or in oh. Chicago, like a place like Chicago or you're kind of out in the boonies. we got a planner like, on what our hands. What do you mean? <laughs> Chicago. Chicago's a city. You made it like... <laughs> out in the boonies. Like, a growth, like <laughs> Chicago and boonies is not synonymous. I meant... Uh, the improv in Chicago, which isn't in Oh, it Chicago. is. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's yeah. out in what, what's That's in Indiana, yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I was on the road with Sean Kent, and uh, Man, we stayed at the Comedy I Condo. Haven't heard that this name guy forever. eats healthy, dude. I, I opened really? a fridge, and there's he has like uh, uh, steak marinating in uh, plastic bags what? and like two bags of this raw spinach and like a big tub of uh, non fat, uh, no taste yogurt. Yeah, just yeah. like. I was like, man, I thought I ate healthy. This right. guy went well, shopping. Once you look death in the face, like <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, 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 he did. He probably yeah. start eating healthy too. Yeah. My buddy Colin Moulton's the same way. You'll, you'll be like on the road with yeah, Colin. Yeah. He's like making stew out of fresh vegetables, oh, and he's like cutting yeah. up. And he's <laughs> chopping up. What stuff? are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> There's a Wendy's next door. Let's go. What's wrong with you, Colin? Who I like, and I, I I'm trying Colin to get him on Moulton. the show, man. I don't, I don't know, man. Anybody who's that into MMA. Yeah, freak so me out funny. a little. And Colin will be on the show, and we'll talk. And I'm not telling anything. I told him to his face. I love I'm just Colin. Like, I'm just like, there's something behind those eyes, dude. When you're that into <laughs> MMA, I'm, just, I'm keeping arms distance. He, he's, he's like an older brother to me, and I actually call him Future Me. Like we're that much alike. Like I, I call him for advice. I'm like, what does Future Me think about this? He's <laughs> like, Future You says this. And so, so I always, uh, whenever we're around, we have that brotherly relationship. So I'm uh-huh. always like, you want to wrestle? <laughs> and, like, and of course, Colin's always ready to square up. He put me through my coffee table when I lived in Indiana. Within 10 seconds really? flat, I was like, Come on, let's grapple, bro. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, come on, you don't want this, Milan. I'm like, yeah, I'm having fun. And all of a sudden, wham, I'm on the floor through my table. <laughs> he's like, you ready? You giving up? I'm like, I, I don't want to go home. <laughs> like, he I, is I, the I real him, deal. I texted him to come do this podcast one day. He's like, nah, I got to go choke some fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Completely serious, too. Yeah. Man, that was rough. He's wonderful. Where did I work with? Oh, up at. Ventura. I was thinking. I was thinking where I met Mike. Speaking of eating disorders, uh, the pie shop. Yeah, the I pie shop. Jackie yeah. and I, Jackie Cajun and I were uh, bemoaning this place uh, <laughs> yeah. a few episodes ago. But it's Jr's Comedy Club in yeah. Valencia that's connected to a Marie Calendars, and they pay uh, you in pie, so you get a paycheck. And a pie to take home. Get, Seriously, a whole pie. You get you to get pick, to pick the pie you want each yeah, night. Yeah. So, yeah. so you get two pies <sighs> per weekend. It's wonderful <laughs> for a Midwest guy like me. I'm like, you're gonna pay me an apple pie? Are you serious? <laughs> Do you get ice cream on top of that? No, that you can get in. Uh, well, that's why. I, like last time America. I was there, I never, I always, I always, I never got the pie. I always ate the dinner, and but I'm like, oh. you know what? I got a babysitter tonight. I'm gonna bring her home a pie. Oh, and then I had a piece of the pie before I left. Oh, I didn't even make it. She home. never saw that pie. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best apple pie I ever had in my life. My, my girlfriend's from the Midwest. Dude. We drove up there one night just for the. We drove from Hollywood to Valencia, got and bought forks. Right, we brought forks with us. <laughs> this is so terrible. we ate pie on the way back to like in the car. <laughs> like, this is it. This is living. <laughs> what? Yeah, I tell you who has the best if you really into uh, Earth Cafe. Really, man. You, I'm telling you, they you have the, one. Yeah, I hate they place. have the best. Uh, that sounds way too healthy. To pie. Pie. <laughs> it sounds healthy. It's so rich. They have uh, this custard, coconut, something. And I was like, like one. It's like one of those things where you take one bite and you go, "That's enough." <laughs> you go, "If I finish this, I'm gonna die." But hey, but you finish it though. Speaking of well, the Irvine Improv, Leo and I worked there this past weekend. Uh, there's a candy shop around the the corner of it, and I was there with uh, uh, Tim Wilson. 
Okay. Who's a comedian, and then the, his middle guy, a guy named Mike Black, I think his name is, and he said, "It's you Mike got- Urban, actually." We're going. <laughs> He's like, "You gotta try the chocolate covered cheesecake on a stick." Oh, it might have went with John Panette. Now that I think about it, you gotta try the chocolate covered cheesesteak on a stick. And I'm like, "What? Yes, Sounds I will horrible. try that." And man, let me tell you, mobile for cheesecake three, <laughs> mobile che- for three bites. It was awesome. That fourth bite was like going to fucking toe to toe with Molten Man. It was just, <laughs> somebody beat the shit out of my stomach. Man. But I was like, I'm finishing right. it. I'm finishing it. Yeah, and yeah. I it was a tipping like point. Crap. With that. Yeah. I uh, on the last little leg of the tour, we did. I did uh, 27 cities, 17 states from August to December, and every I, like, I could get you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> every news program I went on in the morning, I would offer free pie, or I would offer a free DVD if anybody brought me like a pie or baked goods or whatever. Right. right. And dude, people would bring out apple pies, yeah. chocolate chip cookies, nice. like yeah, all yeah. this. They'd show up to the shows with this stuff. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, was there was there a night where like you got so much you were like you you couldn't take it back no it like- no it was pretty it was just like a few people bringing them out but you get one pie you're happy you're <laughs> sad right, you know right, you're right. like it worked <laughs> just home baked food on the road man. Yeah, you're like exactly. oh my god oh my mom was stressed out don't eat any of it <laughs> i'm always good I'm, yeah, I'm always dubious about when they bring food if you oh. should eat it or not no not me uh, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, I trust baby. people most people are good man and yeah. it's not like the news i'm not famous enough for somebody to say yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's like, oh, I'm gonna get that guy. Motherfucker. He's going down. <laughs> Dude, how and I I love the Irvine Improv so much. It's one of my favorite clubs. But Leo got <laughs> fucked constantly this weekend. The the mic I was hosting and uh Orny Adams was headlining and, and Murray was uh the feature and I literally uh we did what five shows yeah. and they had to switch the mic out. I think six times. What? Three yeah. times in one show. Was it wireless? No, oh, no. That was the worst part. It's like That's so weird. Like I, I couldn't understand. It was you know I'm I'm in the middle of you know some of my greatest bits. I'm I'm up there like <laughs> Michelangelo. I'm painting my I'm, I'm painting my Sistine Chapel and then it's just going in and out. And now it sounds like I'm cursing. Like like right like, yeah they're like editing they're, you yeah, from like the editing me out. <laughs> I'm like and then and. Uh, yeah, that's what it was like, man. It was horrible, oh, and it got so bad that like even the audience was like, because yeah. when I went up and it cracked on me once, you could hear the audience yeah. go, "Oh, uh, oh, shut right. yeah. yeah, oh, at least they were they were they were that way about instead of being angry, right? Well, you, well but in fact, I crowds think get chatty and more disappointed. Yeah, yeah, it makes them tentative to like really get into the show because now they're just waiting for the mic to cut. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. It, it, it so. And it's so weird, just to, and it's such a lesson in writing too, because one word's gone, that joke. Yeah, right, 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 right. Like Twitter in real oh, yeah, life, it was, yeah, was <laughs> killing punchlines. Missing lines. something, <laughs> right? Why am I not getting more retweets on it? <laughs> and in the beginning, like you know, you try to monster through it. You're like, oh, this will, like, this will stop. Like, like, yeah, like in your yeah, mind, right. you go, but the cord will just fix itself. Or whatever. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we had that at this uh, bar show we did in Indiana. They, they, there's like this nowhere town where this was a big event to have comedy at this bar show. So it packed out 300 people in this big open space and uh, they had picnic tables set up and everything around. It was just huge. It's ginormous area. 300 people packed in and the microphone kept cutting out on everybody because it was a wireless mic and they uh, thought it was so fancy as right. everybody who owns a wireless <laughs> mic thinks it's like next generation <laughs> Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> Look what we've given you. <laughs> Colleges especially are always like I have you a wireless microphone. I hate wireless mics. Take it, yeah. burn it, throw it yeah. out the window. I don't fucking want it. Give me a cord. <laughs> I love wireless mics when they work. Oh, <laughs> when they work, I can't. Trust There's them, so dude. much more action and stuff you could do with a cord. It cord, just feels yeah. if, if like it, it. Yeah, yeah, it just feels yeah. right. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's weird. I, you know, you know what freedom. it is. Wireless really? mics, they they don't they don't feel balanced in my hand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like there's something grounding about the cord where yeah, it, it's it's kind of like a like I say a gun because I used to shoot, but like you know the gun has to be balanced, and if it doesn't feel, then your your shot is off. I feel like that with wireless mics is just yeah, it's weird. It doesn't seem even real. They just hand nah, you a toy. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, try that yeah. out. <laughs> okay, thank I you. I feel it's freedom. I, I feel a little freer with it. Like I could spin uh, it like a pistol if I wanted to. So funny. 
don't know. Bang, got jokes. But I usually find them in like a bigger, like usually only like a theater setting. Yeah. Real yeah. clubs right. don't really have them. No. no. You know, no, and then no. the sound guy gives it to you, hands it to you, you get a yeah. little glow in the dark green. Yeah. yeah. On it. You feel a little, God, feel a little rock them. star. I'd it. rather have the headset with the mic attached yeah. than a cordless mic. I what don't know. Garth what Brooks? Yeah, Where I'm did just you saying. Get that? I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't even know. In real life, I talk with my hands so much. Even right. in real life, sometimes I'll find myself holding a microphone that's not there. <laughs> so I don't even know what I do with that a headset. Oh, it's uh, uh, I just put it in my pockets. <laughs> it's good That's to be here. Ever... Well, I was so used to the mic going out to improv, I was just learning how to do it. Right, right. The... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny to watch comics on Letterman because Letterman will let you have a right. a mic stand or yeah. a mic, and just to see them oh, like try and awkward. do yeah. something with their hands is right. it's so awkward. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I don't know what I do. That just freaked me out. So uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the terror. Like I'm just putting myself in like club or theater setting. And you're like. Oh God, that looks so awkward without it. <laughs> anyway, so we're doing this bar show, and everybody's going up, and and uh, the microphone keeps cutting out, and it's just it's just destroying everything. As right. soon as they get in a good rhythm, it goes out, yada yada. So I make it, I make a decision in my head when I go up there, if it goes out once, I'm done with it. Like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be done. You're just right, drawing the right, line. Right, right, yeah. Right. And so I went up there, and everything's going good for like ten minutes. Show's going great, and I'm the last guy up anyway, so fuck it. So the microphone cuts out, and I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I throw the microphone down. I walk out in the middle of the floor. No, we'll fix it. No. I walk out in the middle <laughs> of the floor. I get up on a picnic table, and then I just fucking in the oh, round. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At, this, uh, at this little bar right, show, just love screaming it. at the top of my yeah. life with this picnic table, and it worked. They like, loved it. They oh, yeah. loved it. They went crazy. Yeah. And yeah. it was one of the things where... It, I didn't even think about that aspect of it is what they're looking at. I just thought of like, I'm done messing with that microphone. Yes. Right. I'm done having it ruin the show and cause hiccups. I just want to get through this. Yeah. I know the jokes are there. Fuck it. And, and the <laughs> audience is going to be on your side because they, cause you're, yeah. you've embraced the moment and you didn't make them feel awkward about it. Right, exactly. It's like, yeah, look at this guy go. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. and, they, and they know they're getting a one-time experience. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the key, that's the man. Thing. They know yeah. they're getting something that the, you right. know, most people People aren't gonna should have been there. He was on a table. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if that's your shtick? <laughs> the broken microphone that's guy. Hysterical. Fuck it, I'm going out to the ground. <laughs> Everyone's like, we love this guy. <laughs> Which table is he gonna stand on? Right. <laughs> Bring your own broken mic. Huh? Yeah, I got right. this. <laughs> Click. Then have fire. <laughs> <laughs> Forget this microphone. <laughs> Leo. Uh oh. You brought notes. I did bring I notes. I love it when people bring notes. Y- you know why? Because I have a horrible uh, memory. I and, uh, you certainly I'm, remember I'm that not. microphone this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll never work at the improv again. They're probably listening to it like, yeah, keep, yeah, mention it one more time. For every time you say it, it's going to be a year that you... <laughs> uh, you Dude, that manager, Carrie, was all over you last night. Uh, what do you mean, all over me? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're in a happy relationship. I'm just saying she was she was definitely uh, she was hanging out with you a lot more. Than she was hanging out with me and Orny. Well, because we saying. were talking about dogs. Mm-hmm. I loved. Uh, well, I really am not into dogs, but uh, I had a, I had a lizard <laughs> in the dogs. <laughs> I, had a, I had it. I That's had a very lizard. similar. And she used to, but she used to work at a pet store. So she was telling me that now lizards are like. Uh, they get, they're the most aggressive, and I thought Savannah monitors were uh, really the most because that's what I had. Oh, so we were just connecting on like a, a about animals, you know, in general. Uh, <laughs> I thought Komodo dragons were the most aggressive. They they are. They be, can take down a deer. Right, Komodo dragons are the most aggressive. I mean, but that's given given their size. But now lizards uh, don't really get that big. Uh-huh. But for their size, they're just like you know, don't don't mess with me. Right. Whereas like Savannah miners are like, I'm not gonna bother you. You don't bother me. But if you get too close, we're gonna have a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same conversation I had with Colin Moulton. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. What uh, what do you got on your little notepad there, man? Uh, the mic uh, and then uh what was it oh when i did harvey's um i drove up there in and it was the, in portland this was like a uh, like maybe two months ago we drove up from la uh it was i did the triple run oh geez. and the first day of the triple run was when the snowstorm hit oh. so like anytime the, there's the first day of so a this, snowstorm was this january rain, yeah this was Wait, was this this past year? Or? This year, yeah. Okay, yeah. so this must have been January, right? January, 
I guess so. Yeah. I, I don't remember them. What is this? Yeah, no. Um, de- December? All right, I guess early January. Yeah, because I got stuck at LAX for six hours going okay. to New York. Okay, yeah. okay. Early January then. Um, it was the first day of the snowstorm. So what should have been like, you know, 16-hour drive, it turned into like a 25-hour uh, drive uh. at like 35 miles an hour. And so, like, I'm, I'm in there with another comic who's never driven through snow before. So I have <laughs> to drive the entire time because I don't trust the behind the wheel. Right right, 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 And, of course, like, I go, well, you know, he has to learn how to drive through snow at some point. So I let this we – get, we get, like, a block from the hotel. And we stop at a store, and I go, all right, you can drive to the, to the hotel. And what's the first thing this guy does? He drives over a median. So I swear to God, a median in the parking lot. So now the car is teeter-tottering <laughs> on this median, and I got to get out and push it so that we can get going. That's and I go, correct. this is why I drove for 35, you know, 24 Jeez. hours at 35 miles per hour. And then we were two city slickers trying to put snow chains on the tires, because yeah. like literally, the, we we passed like maybe sixteen car accidents. There's like semis overturned. Car, this is like the it was horrible. Right? Yeah. So we're trying to put these snow tires on, and uh, we asked these uh, you know locals like, hey, how do you put these? Or, you know, how do you put these? They were like, no, we don't put snow tires on. We just go thirty five miles an hour, and then. I was like, oh okay. Nobody knew how to put these things. Snow on. chains, not tires. No chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah. chains. So it, it was just, I just hate driving through the snow, man. Me too, man. Um, and people in Southern California are like, don't you miss snow? No. No. You ever shovel it at six o'clock in the morning? <laughs> right. No. No. Because you ever have day? to warm your car up first yeah. before oh, you man. can get in? Because snow days in my house weren't a day to sleep in. It was my day where it's like, go make some money. Yeah. yeah. Shovel snow yeah. for five hours. <laughs> God damn it. I wish I was in math right now. <laughs> Pumping it out for five bucks. Shovel out an old lady's thing. Where yeah. Do you, where do you come from, Mike? Ohio. So, oh right, yeah. 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 So you know, the snow. you know, I was yeah. just there for all the blizzards and all that stuff. Uh-huh. I went home for Christmas. And we had a little bit of snow, and then, and then uh, when my father passed there in January, I had to go back into the tundra. I got delayed in Denver for nine hours. That was the worst thing wow. ever. I, I, I got the phone call that my uh, father had passed while I was in between flights, and they delayed my flights, and I was stuck in Denver for nine hours just in public with this news that my father oh. had passed just wow. so I, I, I told, I told my girlfriend, I was like, it was like that line in Anchorman where he's like, I'm in a glass case of emotion. Right. <laughs> like it was yeah. that it was, yeah. there was nowhere to hide. There was sure. nowhere to go. Right. It right. was just out in public deal with this. Wow. So and what'd you do? Fucking, Did you, were you at the bar the whole time? You no, I don't drink. Dollars? I don't drink or anything. So I just, uh, I would find every once in a while, I would just find like a little hallway or a nook or a doorway or and something cry. and just fucking hunker down. What? and ball my eyes out for Man, like 10 minutes and then crazy. get up and then go out in the public like hey yeah we're hey, all just right. <laughs> just waiting on my plane <laughs> you know wow. and they put me on on probably five different flights that day being like okay there's one going out at four we got you on there i'm like great and then that would get pushed back to seven and then that would just go away and then they're like okay oh there's one going out at you know 8 30 okay great finally the last one that was going out was 11 45 at night and they're like this is the last plane going to la we have you on, blah, 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 blah. And so I get on this plane and they tell us, they go, if we don't take off in the next 15 minutes, we're all stuck in Denver because the pilot's working on, it'll be in overtime by then. Right. We sat there for 10 fucking minutes waiting on just to get the okay. Everybody was loaded. I mean, right, we right. literally ran. The lady was just grabbing tickets, scanning us, yeah, and right. people were running onto this plane. You could have snuck in. on a plane at yeah, that Oh, yeah. Really. Oh, easy, easy. <laughs> so, so we're all waiting on the plane, and everything, we're all strapped in. Everybody's ready to go, and we're just waiting on the final okay. And three minutes before it would be too late, they came on, and we're like, we just got the okay. We're taking off. And we backed out and then got in the air within, oh. <laughs> within like that, that, that fucking three-minute window. Right. Right. We're in the air, and he's like, "We just made it. We'll be in LA in about an hour." Oh, <laughs> it was like finally. But there's people on my flight that had been stuck in Denver two or three days that wow. were that lived in San Francisco and, and that were just going to LAX so they could get back to California, any part of California. Yeah, yeah, They're like, right, right, "We'll just right. go and rent a car. Yeah. And we just want to go home." Like yeah. it was, it was horrible when that was happening, man. I was I was in Louisville when all the storms first started coming in. Mm-hmm. And right. I wasn't even going to switch my 
I wouldn't even get on the plane. I was going to stay because I was driving back and forth during the storms, going right. to see him in the hospital. From he, he was in Columbus, Ohio. So I was driving from Louisville to – or I was driving from – yeah, from Louisville to Columbus back and forth after my shows. Yeah. Going to go see him and all that stuff. It was just insane. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember I texted you about doing the show, and it was like right as your dad passed away. So. I, yeah, I, yeah, I was there for a couple thing happen, uh, Well, not, not the same thing, but uh, – I was doing Zanies in Chicago. Oh, and, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's a Tuesday through Sunday show. Yeah. So, really? Yeah. Tuesday through Sunday. Glad I don't and work you're doing three shows. <laughs> you're doing three shows Saturday. By that third show Saturday, oh, you're man. like, did I do this stuff already? Right. Like, you're so loopy. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't care what, what kind of professional oh. you are. You are, you, you don't remember right. by that third show. First Saturday. show, you're still, you're like, this is great. Second show, you're yeah. on fire because yeah. you've already been through your yeah. material. Right, right, and you're right, like, right. bang, bang, bang. And then third show, you're like, what? Uh, <laughs> did we talk about cats yet? <laughs> no? Okay, well, here's a cat. Joe, for like, I don't need drugs. I don't, <laughs> exactly. like, I don't do drugs, but I'm gonna need something for this third one. Yeah. But uh, the Monday before I was gonna, fl- I was flying out there Tuesday. My mom calls me because my dad had been in the hospital too. Yeah. My mom is like, uh, "Bring your black suit with you," because I'm from oh, Chicago. Wow. Yeah. And she was like, "Cause I don't think he's gonna make it through the week." So I get there Tuesday. Wednesday he passes away. Oh wow. Friday is the wake, and then Saturday was the funeral. Oh wow! So this whole time, I go like when he when I find out he passed away on Wednesday, uh, I go I can't cry because when I cry I cry like I can't do a ten minute thing yeah yeah like right. you know how black people are when we laugh <laughs> so when we cry it's the same way oh no it's not you know like <laughs> yeah. like it's it's a big thing so I was like damn I can't cry I go I, I remember telling myself this I go man I have eleven shows to do. Uh, I go, I can't cry until Monday Yeah. when Whoa. I get back, you know, because I'll lose my voice. I'll lose my voice easy because that, that's how I go in. So, when, <laughs> so, Wednesday, I go in. so Wednesday night, I'm on stage and it was that thing of, do I talk about this on stage? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then I'm not headlining. So it was like, if this goes south, I've just ruined it for the yeah. headline. You know what I mean? So I didn't do it. And then Friday was, uh, uh, yeah, Friday was the wake. And then Saturday was a funeral. And to me, like, the funeral was hilarious just because it was just so many reasons why it was crazy. But uh, I was like, oh, I should talk about this on stage. And then I was like, no, nah, I can't do it. Because uh, basically when my dad passed away, uh, he had a, a whole other family. And his family didn't know that he, he was married. And so I was born uh, um, uh, while he was still married to his wife. Um, but he hooked up with my mom. So okay, right. right. I said that I don't know why it came out so crazy. So basically, my dad was married to another woman right. while I was while he, I was being conceived. You know, oh, okay. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. So and he also has two daughters with his wife. So at the funeral, like, and he lived his whole life, and it never like nobody ever found out. So I'm at the funeral. I'm the only one. Me and my mom are the only two people who know. Oh wow! That, uh, I'm his son. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa. And so, like, it's like I open up the obituary, and of course, it's like survived by, and this has his daughter's yeah, name. Right, in right. There. So then I want to cry, be like, "I'm his son, goddamn it! I'm here, I want you." But then I was like, "I got a show later on." I, <laughs> I was like, "I got a show. I got, I, I got, I got an eight yeah, I, I got, got, I got eight I, I love to like join you guys in this emotional uh, whatever, but I got, I got a show later. <laughs> and yeah. so uh so we go through the whole thing and then like at my dad's funeral i, I told my sisters for the first they're older than me oh, i shit. was like i'm your brother and they just looked at me like uh okay and they're just like because it was just weird you know yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. was a, I, but I, I mean when's the right time to be like hey i'm your brother you know yeah right? yeah exactly but i mean we're best friends now and it's great but oh, it good. was just like the craziest uh that is crazy, week you know i respect yeah. i respect you for that man i don't i uh my wife's uh, my, my mother-in-law uh, died last August, and I was I was in Florida. I was with Orny working uh, Orny mm. at uh, Palm Beach, and Friday night we did a show, and then Saturday morning she died, and and just watching, and I was like, I can't, I got to be with my wife. Yeah, watching just watching my wife go through that, and how emotional that was for me to watch right. her go through right. that. Yeah. I don't even know if I could muster yeah. it, you know, yeah. when I was a parent. Yeah, yeah, I found out when I was in uh, I was doing Vegas for New Year's, and so I left. December 26th to go uh, so the day after Christmas I left to go to Vegas mm-hmm. to start the New Year's shows and I just spent Christmas with all of them and yada yada and uh, he had a heart attack 
the day after Christmas and then the next morning had a stroke and then he was on life support and all that stuff. I didn't know for like two or three days. Mom didn't tell me. She didn't want me to fuck up the Vega. I was worried about Brad Garrett. Right, 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 right. He's looking out for you. Yeah, exactly. So it was like something out of a movie. It was, uh, I got the phone call and I was, I was on like, uh, we they put you up in a really nice suite. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the top floor of the MGM Grand, looking out over the Vegas Strip as my mom is telling me that. Oh. You know, all this, and I'm like, it just, you know, I just, I just felt guilty and weird, and that right, like, right. what the, who the fuck, why am I here and he's right, right, there right, and yada yada, yeah. and it was just messed up. And so I continued the week, and everybody kept saying like, ah, he's fine, he's gonna come out of this is normal stroke conditions and yada yada. Yeah. And so I kept putting it off, and so I stayed in Vegas and was doing the shows every yeah. night, yeah. you know, and calling afterwards and doing that, and it's a weird emotional thing that. Uh, I don't think a lot of a lot of people. I mean, we're humans too. We go right. through all the same things, yeah. and to be able to go on and keep the show going, you know, I'm sure there's been worst case scenarios happen in, sure. in people's oh, yeah. lives, but yeah. that uh, to be able to fucking mentally go through that and still, and still perform, perform. Yeah, or yeah. something yeah, else, yeah. and it's and so you were talking about about talking about it on stage i didn't yeah. bring everything in vegas and then i went home for the funeral and then all that stuff and i was with my mom for like two weeks put everything on hold and then i went down to north carolina i was doing shows i did the first show and it was great and it was wonderful and whatever and then i wanted to go home like it felt i felt like a fraud mm-hmm. like, right if like, you do you feel like a fraud because you're like i want to share this right you go i want to share this with you guys and then i think about like richard pryor and all yeah, those guys exactly like, what richard pryor do? They do yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like just, yeah it really mess with me on that Friday night I, I did both shows and I didn't mention it but I did all the same kind of family stuff that I do about you know even even all, all my jokes about him about his cough right. and yeah. this yeah, and yeah, that yeah. and uh talking about him in a present tense yeah exactly <laughs> I caught myself doing yeah. it in present pat and it was all jumbled and oh, I didn't know it's insane yeah it was weird. and then so the next night I said you know what I just made the decision I was like it was all past tense and, and yada yada and then at the end of the show I just told the crowd I said this is actually my first show in a while Blah, blah, blah. And I let them know what was going on, right? Right. And the love and acceptance from yeah. that audience was—it ju- just made it all worth it. Yeah, it absolutely. was crazy, yeah. Because uh, it's a comic, you don't. I mean, you have you have close friends and yada yada, but you make friends all over the country, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but in times like that, it, it's weird to reach out. To, uh, remember that weekend we uh, <laughs> we had in Florida? Listen, yeah. my dad's dead, and uh, <laughs> I need to talk to somebody. So I feel like as a comic, it felt so good to be able to rely on the audience to. Kind of, it was. It just felt like I was just free falling and right. letting them yeah. kind right. of catch me, kind of thing. Right. And it was. Uh, it was such a surreal experience yeah. uh, to go through that and to be able to talk about it on stage and kind of get those and that, that's the beautiful thing about comedy it's like no matter what you're going through whether it's the good times yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. or the bad times that crowd is always going to be they, there they to catch you they want to hear it man yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they want, they they want the truth too, yeah. Man. yeah yeah that was yeah. the thing is like the truth. Yeah. i felt so much better after the show about those i mean I, I did i did the same amount of you know i did i did great on both nights right, but right. That first night, I just felt dirt, like I was just yeah. lying. To yeah, I'm like, go, yeah. oh, that's my stepdad. <laughs> you know, like going through the motions, and then I, I think too, like that's why some. I think that's why some comics develop like addictions because they are presenting a false self on stage. Yeah, you know, it's like if you don't get the truth out, man, it that shit yeah. it decays, and yeah, it, yeah. It, you, you gotta Ugh. be like if you're going through some shit with your relationship, you can't be up there like, hey, everything's great. You yeah, be like. <laughs> You, you gotta find a way to like get that truth out so yeah. that it doesn't. But in a funny way, you can't yeah, funny way. Right, like, right, right, right. You can't be like crying. Anybody bring pie tonight? I felt bad. You know, what's funny is uh, 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 when I found out my dad was was sick and in a hospital, and like I had wrote like five minutes of material about him, to, which to me was funny, but it was a dark comedy. Right, you know what I'm saying. Right, and uh, these people saw me. Uh, I did a show in Hollywood at uh, I forget, I forget this is a piano bar, and uh, I was doing kind of the lighthearted stuff. Yeah, and they, and they they loved me so much that they followed me for a half hour to my next show. Oh shit! Like, Where are you going after this? They're like, we want to go with you. And 
I didn't tell him that I had planned to do my father stuff in a second show. Right. Right. And I was like, ah, I don't know if you guys want to do that. No, man, we love you. I was like, all right. So he's, they get in their car and they follow me to the second show. And I do all the stuff about my father. Right. It's the first time I'm doing it. So it's very raw. It's very dark. But to me, it's very funny. Because, right. Yeah. You know, it's very, but it's nothing like the first show. And so, like, I went from, like, gaining fanatics to, like, I don't know what the hell just happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, what happened like, to that car? Right? <laughs> she's at the piano yeah. <laughs> You can just see him, like, slinking down in their chair. And I'm like, look, guys, I got to get this out. I'm sorry. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we want piano barley. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, you got to do great. those shows, man, where you get it out because then it'll yeah. start to seep through your and people will be like, uh, "What, you know?" Yeah, and that was that, that's what's been going on lately. Is I've been trying to, you know, blend those two worlds together and mm-hmm. be more honest. And I yeah. just I just did Phoenix last weekend, and it was it was great, and it was because I was just open and honest and was you know telling stories about yeah. being home for the funeral and yeah. about him and this and that and yada yada, and it was just. Like I said, the crowds were so accepting. They've just been they, they fucking it, incredible, man. man. Right? Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I I can't relate to losing a, a parent at all uh, before on stage, but I remember when I found out my wife was pregnant and uh, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. just bought this house and I wasn't working. <laughs> so tragedy inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I just kind of just unloaded on all that stuff and it yeah. just started. It just felt so good and it started me on a new course of new material and stuff. And yeah, it, it really does. pales it's... in comparison to us losing our. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to. <laughs> it, well, I'm not relating at all to. You, <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, my name's Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, he's snow yeah, tires. Yeah, so <laughs> you know what's funny? It took me two months to cry after my dad died. Really? And because I, well, I went to go, see, I was like, yeah. Monday came, and I'm like, all right, here it comes. <laughs> and like, I don't drink, but I was like, I'm gonna drink, man. And like, I, I closed the window. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry. This. Is, and I was like, oh, I'm not, mm, yeah, I think the moment's passed. Yeah. And then I went to go see Walk the Line with uh, Johnny Cash. Yeah. And I remember watching it, and it was a scene, it was a, like, there was a Thanksgiving scene, and they're at the table, and the father and son are like arguing and stuff. And I just like walked out to my car, and like I bawled my eyes out. Yeah. For like three hours. Yeah. And I was like, oh, here it goes. You're getting it out, Leo. This is yeah. healthy. But it took me like two months before I could like, it, it comes get in that. waves, man. Yeah, it right. It just right, hits right, you. You'll right, be. Right. Like I was, uh, I was driving somewhere recently. It just happened to me in, in January. So it just, I was driving somewhere. Um, I was, I was in New York doing this college show, and I had like a three or three hour drive in between these these shows or whatever. So, uh, just driving, just normal, just driving, listening to radio, oh, yeah. hanging out. This is great. And then out of nowhere, you're just bawling oh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where are you? <laughs> and then ten minutes later, you're fine. You're, you're fine. And you're like, yeah. Well, that was weird. <laughs> the hell was that? Because <laughs> as men, I don't. I feel like as, as men crying is such a big deal. Like like you said, right. you close oh, yeah. the windows. Right, you got right, to be like, right. yeah. tonight's my night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, with women, I feel like they cry. They cry more, so they're more used to it, more adapt. Yeah, so right. they'll cry in a shoe store. Right. <laughs> they're like, oh, okay. they don't have size eleven. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but for men, it's like you know. So yeah, I, I remember it, my. Uh, it's so confusing as a man yeah, when we cry. Story. We <laughs> oh, we my, mom. <laughs> my mom almost died. <laughs> she had a allergic reaction. She, had, <laughs> she ate uh, peanuts. <laughs> uh, a few Christmases ago, I went home to visit my parents, and my mom had a bad heart thing, and we had to rush her to the ER on Christmas Eve, and we spent Christmas day in the emergency oh, room yeah. And, yeah. and it was just me and my dad yeah and so it was like i couldn't cry then because right. i had to be strong right. for my dad yeah. and, right. and it was like after she got out and i came back home and hopped in my car christina aguilera's beautiful came on yeah just blow That's all out there for like yeah. 10 minutes it was like <laughs> <laughs> It's but it is a funny weird how we thing. call like crying a weakness. You yeah, know what I'm saying like he was just like I have to be strong, and it's like, yeah, like, that's it's not a weakness. It's, it right. is a strength of like uh, being vulnerable, but still, yeah, it's uh, just uh, care of business. I cry maybe once a year or right. something like that. It's something random. I'm just not 
I'm, I just don't. Uh, yeah, I'm a horrible person. I don't have that. Uh, <laughs> I have, I have no uh, what's, the, what's the word? I'm like, oh, I'm an asshole. So <laughs> I, uh, I don't cry a whole lot, and so it is a so weird funny. thing to think about. Do you cry in you. movies? No, never oh, cry. Really? In a movie. Oh man, I'll you cry can, in movies. You could play Lassie on loop, <laughs> and I'd be like, ah, no, yeah. I tell you what, man, have you seen Life Is Beautiful with Roberto Benigni? It's uh, an Italian I don't film. think so. No, no. I remember, uh, but I haven't seen it. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, it's dude. It's, I, a, it's in subtitle. I couldn't believe I cried at a movie in subtitle. <laughs> like, it's the most, it's the funniest, saddest movie. Like, you'll go, you'll be laughing, and then you'll be so angry, and then you'll be so, like, it really? takes you through every You're emotion. You're preaching to a brick wall. This dude has yeah, got no emotions, <laughs> man. I, 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 you I have, have no, to see, like. no soul, Leo. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Sunday movie, man. And uh, right. definitely, like, oh, oh. All I right. can't even watch it again. Yeah, I have to check it out. I remember that it was one. Heavy. I'll cry. I don't know. I think ever since I had the kid, I'm a little more emotional. That's what know, uh, a lot of guys are like. That they they have a ch- and then it brings that kind of that side out yeah. of them where they they cause I, it's it's seeing a little part of you, you know. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy to think about that. That is a, a you know. He, I, my buddy just had a baby. Well, it's been two years now. But every time I go back and see him, the kid's a little bit older and mm-hmm. he's talking and he's doing different things. And you're like, this is insane. <laughs> Yeah. I was here a year ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> you couldn't say shit. <laughs> like, you could barely, mo- and now you're, you know, running around and you know my name. What yeah, the right. fuck yeah. is going on? You don't need me anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. you're like, yeah, yeah, cool. And now yeah. you're like, oh, what's up? And yeah, exactly. Just, I remember when we just got home from the hospital with the baby, and one of our friends with a one-year-old came over, and it was my wife's friends. And uh, I'm like, oh, so how old is he? He's like one. I'm like. This all that's gonna happen in yeah. the next year because this you wow. know he's a little pudge ball and yeah. can't do anything and the, the one year old's like practically running around like all that happens in one year yeah it's insane it's nuts, I th- yeah man. you know it just amplifies your emotions because yeah. even like I have a, a sister she's four years younger and I remember like when I was a kid uh, she called me I was at work. And she was like, some some guy keeps calling here saying he's good. You know, it was like back in the day when you got prank calls. I don't know if people prank call anymore. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was our caller ID and stuff. But she was like, some some guy said he's going to kill me and that he's close. And I just remember like, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> Anybody yeah. lays a hand on my sister. You know, like like yeah. that protective nature. Because I think, and you know, I don't have a kid, but I, could, I can't imagine like you have a baby and like, you just go. I swear, if anybody touches my bit, like yeah, you, like, oh, it yeah. just amplifies everything. You go. Ah, I never thought I could kill someone, but I could. I think that's love in general. I think it's when you find somebody that you love, or you have something that you love, like a baby, or even a nice car. Right, right, yeah, right. <laughs> like if somebody when you call, baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would destroy somebody. Yeah, you're like, yeah. man, it yeah. also flip flops you too, man. I remember we had a. a a do- sick dog at the time while we were, and we stayed in the hospital for six days with my wife when she had a baby and I was driving home to take care of the dog and some dude cut me off and then like hit the brakes and then like backed up and pre-baby yeah <laughs> yeah pre-baby right, I'd be right. like fuck it and the yeah. guy just backed up and he like looked at me and I'm like I don't care yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't care right. I don't care yeah. it, compl- it changes you that way yeah. too man yeah oh, that's, yeah that's so funny but how now you got a lady Yes, and you got a lady. Yeah, you yeah. guys travel together on the road. I know uh, you brought her down for Valentine's Day. We, that was oh, nice. you mean do, does me and my girl? Yeah. Uh, you know she go like uh, where does she just where were we? Oh, uh, when I went to Canada and I did um, um, laugh lines in Vancouver, mm-hmm. she came up there with me for that, and then I'm going to the Laughing Skull Festival, and I think she's oh, coming right. with me okay. for that. Yeah, so it just depends on the location and yeah. timing and everything like that. I yeah. like to take her on the road. Um, what about you, Mike? Yeah, she uh, she goes she goes everywhere within driving distance, of course. Sure. So we would go to Phoenix or Vegas or whatever. <laughs> uh, but when if timing works out, I mean, we just did uh, we did Nashville mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Nashville and Indiana back to back. So we, she got to come with me for two weeks there, and then we did um, we did Vegas for New Year's and all that stuff. And um, we try to do Tennessee once a year together, just like a little vacation. Oh, okay. Because again, again, you make friends all over the country. Yeah, and, yeah. And then you just kind of. 
you find those friends that you really like and you're like, when can we come hang out? <laughs> when I'm not slinging jokes. Right. So we usually try to take 4th of July off because nobody ever comes in on 4th of sure. July and nobody wants to watch comedy. When they're celebrating America. Yeah, so we uh, we usually escape down to Tennessee for a week right. and uh, you know, hang out and cliff dive and do all kinds of white people stuff. <laughs> How was boring. Vegas on New Year's? I've never done Vegas it was on New Year's. insane. I would dude. imagine. We uh, I got lucky enough to work with Brad. He came in and hosted the show. It was Brad oh, yeah. Garrett. And he was so unbelievably nice and generous. Yeah. Just an amazing guy. Like some of those TV stars you, you meet and, and you're like, ah, well, this guy is, you know, they're, they're, I feel like it either works out two ways. They're either in their own world and mm-hmm. they just ignore everything around them. They do their job, they leave, and mm-hmm. you maybe get a handshake at the end of the night. Right. And then there's the other ones that actually know what it's like to be on the road and to do this yeah. and that, and they've been through it, and they're overly generous when they have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's one of those guys. Yeah, he's, he's been great. through it. He knows what the fuck the deal is, right. and he tries to make it the best place possible to be, and he does. I mean, yeah. if you ever been in that green room, it's every drawer has candy bars in it, <laughs> full oh, leather God. furniture, there's, you know, jazz, it's, it's insane. Um, this club is just gorgeous, and he was so nice. Right. He took us around every. We were out till probably three in the three or four in the morning every night, just going to different whiskey bars and nice. you know trading stories or go out to dinner or you know we. So uh, after the shows on New Year's Eve, he had a table at Hawkeson, like the big nightclub there, and so oh. we had a private table with bottle service and all that stuff, and it was just incredible for a guy who doesn't go like nightclubbing. Right, right, <laughs> like right, I, right, I haven't right. been to a nightclub since I was like you know twenty two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so being in one of the biggest nightclubs in yeah. the country. Tree for New Year's Eve for free with bottle service and all that was just that's fucking unreal. Dope. That's like, Is this life yeah. right now? Is, <laughs> is, is this happening? Life? I always say that's what that those nights are what people think every night. Every night. Is I know they is. Right, right, right. What time's your limo coming to bring you to the chuckle hut? <laughs> right. Uh, never. I was selling t-shirts after show and people were like, you sell your own t-shirts? Oh, like, yeah, I was yeah. like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> like, who else is gonna stand out here? <laughs> yeah, I like working with Brad. Did he host it? Yeah, he hosted. So oh, he does like a half hour up front. Yeah, he he did. Uh, he did fifty five minutes one night. Oh, and, really? Uh, it was it was Brad Garrett, Michael Somerville, me, and Daryl Joyce. Oh, I don't and, know either of those guys. Somerville's yeah, from uh, uh, New York. And he's okay, been on the uh, on on Letterman a couple times. Actually, just crushes. Yeah, yeah. So he was going up after Brad. They're good friends, and he's brought him on tour a couple times. Open, so they know each other. And so Brad's a ball buster. So yeah. we're all. Uh, so he does 55 minutes one night to open the show and brings out Somerville <laughs> and Somerville goes, he starts, you know, he starts into his thing and Brad looks in from the curtains, peeks in his head and uh-huh. makes funny faces and the crowd's just losing it. And Somerville's <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and so he turns around and he sees Brad and he goes, oh, 55 minutes wasn't enough. <laughs> now you got to cut into my time. And oh my oh, God, we, and the play just erupted. <laughs> Brad loses it. We're all in the green room just dying. But it's like one of those moments you're like, that was priceless. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, great. It was great. That no, was great. you know, I, I think one of the worst, uh, not one of the worst, I think one of those like road moments where you go, man, I got to keep going. And yeah. I think I talked about this before. I don't remember. But um, I remember I had went from L.A. to Minnesota and all I had was enough money for the plane ticket. I didn't have enough money to get from the airport to the gig, which was two hours away. Oh, wow. And I, they were supposed to send somebody to pick me up, but then that person couldn't do it. So and it was only a t- it was an eighteen dollar shuttle ride. Yeah. From the airport to the casino, which is going to pay me like fifteen hundred. Yeah. And here I am broke. Like I have no money. I have right. no money on a credit card. I have nothing in the bank. Nothing wow. in savings. And I'm just like, eighteen dollars is standing between me and fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. and now like you know usually like when you're at the airport and you see like families reuniting like you're like oh that's beautiful <laughs> but when you're broke and you have no <laughs> yeah. idea how you're gonna get fifteen hundred. You, you just like want to step in between. Like, this isn't going to last forever. Like, like, all of a sudden, every reunion was just pissing me off. I was just like, oh, I hope you guys don't make it. Like, I was just so angry. And then I was just angry at myself. Like, what was going on in my life that yeah. I don't have 18 bucks to get to the... But, you know, I just went. Like, I'm going to figure out a way to, to get that. You know, yeah, I was just yeah. like, I got to figure this out. So, I just get on a shuttle, right? I'm just like, I'm just going to get on a shuttle. <laughs> 
and I hope something happens and I and I get on there and uh, this guy who's on the shuttle recognizes me from the plane. We, we were talking a little bit. Yeah. He's uh-huh. like, oh, yeah, you're the comedian. I was like, yeah. So then the, the, <laughs> the shuttle driver is, starts collecting money from everybody because you, you, you have to pay. And so he's collecting 18, 18, 18. And then he reaches to me. He's like, you got the money? And I, and I go, oh, I don't. And then uh, I go, look, guys, I, uh, I'm, 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 I'm like two hours away from making 1500 I'm a comedian. <laughs> I don't have the money to get on the shuttle. Uh, we all watched Pursuit of Happiness. Like, Pursuit of Happiness, <laughs> it just came out. And I was like, we, we all want to tell our kids a, a happy ending story. Here's your chance to to help. And I swear to God, I'll pay you back. And everybody reached in their pockets to give. No. To, yeah, up. man. I swear to God, dude. And then, like, the one guy uh, that I knew on the plane, he was like, I got you. I got you. You know, because we had already been. It's like, it's weird how the world works. Like, because I had already, we were already talking right. on the plane. He was like, I got you. And then I paid that guy back. And, man, it took all my energy not to cry. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Just because yeah. of, like. Because, you know, there's so many times in your in your career where you doubt yourself and you go, why am I doing this? Yeah, yeah. And then you go, man, all those people, they don't even know me and they believed it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. And so I'm just sitting on a plane, on a, on a shuttle like, God, man, like, this is what this shit's about. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that had to be like the most, yeah. the most awkward bus ride. Oh, it was. Because, like, was, they paid yeah, the money yeah. and they're like, yeah, there's like a moment of triumph and then it's just yeah, two, hours two hours of. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. This yeah. Motherfucker hasn't told a joke. Exactly. <laughs> when does this show start? <laughs> what? So, That's yeah, cool. Man. You know, I, I, this whole uh, podcast is based on shitty stories on the road, but that is awesome. I love to hear that story. Uh, yeah, man. Is is like you know, it's one of those things where you watch the news and you go, "You're all liars. The world isn't that bad." Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like you got people bringing you pies and yeah, cakes exactly. And well, you you just, were in you were in the Midwest. You were in yeah. Minnesota. That's <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, Minnesota. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, right. money, yeah. And we plus, some black. I think they were just kind of like, oh, this makes up for uh, <laughs> me not letting my daughter date that dude. <laughs> <laughs> like trying to clear up karmic yeah. debt. <laughs> yeah. You can't fuck my daughter, but here's 11 bucks. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> oh, man. That's amazing. I, last time I was in Minnesota, this woman bum rushed the stage on me. Oh, um, really? Not in a good way. Well, no. uh, she was, uh, I was doing a show, and there's this table full of just, Roseanne's like they were just yeah, good right, midwestern yeah. women yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> and I'm on stage and I'm doing my my DVD pitch you know at the end or whatever and she goes I'm gonna get one and I go okay great and uh, I was like that was random so I continue and, sh- and then followed by her telling the people at her table I fucked the shit out of him <laughs> And I go, and I turn, and I go, you know, I can hear you. Like, everybody heard right. you. I go, I think you've drank so much that you think you're thinking things, and really you're saying right, them out right. loud. <laughs> like, your mind's like, here's an idea, and your mouth's like, let's tell everybody. <laughs> I go, I don't think you realize that. And she goes, oh, I know what I'm saying. I'll fuck the shit out of you. And I go, okay, uh, and me without my rape whistle. Right. <laughs> before I could even say anything else, she goes, uh, she goes, oh, you can whistle. Nobody's going to hear you. <laughs> without missing a beat and i was like oh shit okay so now the crowd's kind of like what (laughs) (laughs) so i turn like this to be like what's going on and by the time i turn around she's on stage and i'm like yo and she picks me up (laughs) (laughs) picks me up and like bear hug slash dry humps me in the like a jackhammer motion (laughs) for those of you who can't see me right now i'm jackhammering and uh uh, and then she just sits me down and uh, grabs my face and plants one on me before I even know what the fuck's going on. What? And I'm like, ah, well, uh, uh, and then she goes back and sits down. And I was like, and the crowd is just going insane. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Wait, how tall was this? Like, She's my height, but uh, definitely not my size. She's got, <laughs> she got a few pounds on she you. Yeah, yeah. Mommy Where's Call him up when I need him? <laughs> <laughs> God. On higher security. Wow. But yeah, it was pretty incredible. I've had, I've only had a few people bummer. I've had a lady pull a knife on me. I've had, uh, 
I've had all kinds. Of, this lady pulled a knife on me. I was I was doing an urban show, and uh, and that was the only white guy for like miles and miles and miles. And it was a deaf comedy jam host. She was on stage, like, "Oh, look at your titties, bitch!" And yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. I bet you got a big black dick, and you know. And now, funny white boy Mike Malone. I'm like, "Hey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I got dogs." <laughs> so this this woman in the front was turned in her chair the whole time, and so she's right in the, the very front seat, like touching the stage. And I go, "Hey, hey, what's going on?" not enjoying the show and she's like kind of ignoring me I go you kind of look like Debrat remember the old rapper oh, Debrat? Yeah, sure, Debrat and she goes I know you're not making fun of me motherfucker and I'm like uh, I know I'm not because you probably have a knife <laughs> she goes I do and literally reaches into her sock and pulls a knife open on me on, on stage wow. like right there and I'm like oh shit and the whole table's like you on probation put your knife away put your <laughs> knife away <laughs> swear to god <laughs> That might be oh, the first man. knife story I've had on. Oh yeah? Wow. yeah, yeah. I had a dude throw a table you on one probation. Time. You on probation? <laughs> Put your knife so away. So she wasn't Put on your... probation. Yeah, it would have been a wrap yeah, for you. Yeah. Yeah, a few you'd months be later, you would have been story. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Comedy's all about timing, boys. Timing. Yeah. <laughs> more, more ways than not. I did a show once, and uh, uh, right at the beginning of the show, this guy yells out, two minutes." <laughs> And I was like, "What?" And he was what? like, "You've been on stage two minutes. You ain't made me laugh." And I and luckily I had just did yoga, so <laughs> so I was very zen in my approach. I was like, "Are you having a bad day?" And he was like, "I am." Shut like, up. He, he goes, "I just got fired and my wife left," and the whole audience went, "Oh." And so after the show, man, he was so apologetic. Right? No way. And it was insane, dude. He was like, "Yeah, man, I'm so sorry. I just, I just been going through some stuff. I didn't mean to do it, and and all this stuff." And I was just like, "It made me like, I'm glad that that moment happened because yeah. it made yeah. me be more empathetic to hecklers, right? Because as opposed to like, oh, are you just trying to mess up my show? It's like yeah. now I'm more inquisitive. Like, hey, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, you know what I mean? like <laughs> that's interesting you say that. And I think you told that story last time you were on. Uh, yeah. But that brings up because. I've said this a few times over the last few shows is like when somebody heckles a comedian, you you, yeah. you don't only get the comedian. Sometimes you get the shit that he right yeah, all day yeah, too. Right, and right, I've, I right. know I've unloaded way right. more than I had yeah, to, yeah. but I've never thought about it's the and especially on why they are they going are, out. Are right. they just being drunk assholes or are they just going through? Right. Shit? Yeah. Especially yeah. if you had a rough first show and something happens on the late show, you're ready. To, I've had that where you have oh. a bunch of hecklers or brides, you know, party or whatever on yeah. the first show. And then the second show could be completely fine. There's one guy in the back that's talking. You're like, I'm going to fucking kill that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. As soon as I get on stage, <laughs> I'm ripping him. <everybody. laughs> and you get up there and everything's going great. And yeah. then you're always just kind of looking in the back. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Say yeah. <laughs> I can't. Say one thing. I can't do that because that's exactly what I do. And it <sighs> happened last night. Uh, uh, I don't know if I told you. I told Arnie this. Uh, I got down there a little early and I went to PF Chang's. Yeah, love the Chinese food there. And the do the guy and his and this is Irvine, big just yeah. fake boobs out the Yang and and, and the girl just, too. Huh? The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just you know that big glute and they're yeah. slamming shots slamming shots yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm kind of scribbling in my notebook not paying attention to them and then she's like we're going to the improv oh like, no oh, yes. man I never want to see the crowd before yeah, yeah. Me either. And even, even with colleges they want you to they, they, like, which is great they're always, they offer you dinner and stuff like that beforehand and like a meet and greet and I always schedule for afterwards so it's like mm. I don't want to talk to I don't want to see friends before a show yeah, like, yeah. I don't want right. to know anybody's right. there yada yeah. yada I want to come into an empty like an empty canvas that's yeah. what I right. want right, do right. my thing and then afterwards we can talk all fucking night right. go to whatever restaurant you want to go to <laughs> you know what I mean like we can do whatever you want after the show it's almost like I, I was putting it on myself not with those guys last night they actually just got drunk and stayed in the back I watched them there was yeah. no problem at all but I used to sit in the like and watch people walk in and go nah, I bet that guy's gonna be trouble yeah uh, yeah. yeah. yeah you start and then you start putting it on yourself yeah. yep. and it's almost yeah. like you're willing it to happen yeah. so yeah. I stopped doing that man I was in uh, Texas and this guy kept yelling out in the front row the pack show late show Saturday it's the last one of the week and everything's going great and fucking whatever. And uh, just this one guy keeps yelling stuff out, but he'd wait for like that dip in between jokes and uh, he'd yell, he'd say yeah. something means nothing. And you're like, <laughs> what? And the crowd hated him. Yeah. Cause I let this happen. Like I shut him down like two or three times. Just like, you okay. And you know, I can hear you kind of just, you know, playful kind of just whatever. And then finally I just go, yo, uh, okay. Clearly you have something to say. It's all you, you can say whatever you want. This is your time. Nothing. 
Yeah. And I go, come on, man. I'm giving you your space. Clearly, you need attention. I'm giving it to you. This is your time. Go for it. Nothing. And I go, all right, I'll make it a little easier. So what do you, do you have a job? And he goes, I kill people. And I go, all right, let's try this again, asshole. Uh, <laughs> do you have a job? And I started like sign language. And he goes, he goes, yeah, I'm a Marine. And he stands up and he does like this, like fucking hits his chest right, and walks right, around right. the room. And I'm in Texas and I'm like, this isn't going to end well for me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and so he stands and a couple people clap in the crowd, but everybody hates him already. Yeah. I mean, like, well, you're hurting, you're hurting yeah. recruiting right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Right. exactly. <laughs> he could have stood up and be like, I'm Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. still an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's like, I'm a Marine. And he looks around and he hits his, bumps his chest and, he, and uh, I just stand there and he goes, he goes, uh, what do you got for that? And he sits down and go, I, I have, I have nothing. I go, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, thank you for what you've done for our country. And yada yada. And he goes, yeah. And the crowd kind of claps a little bit. And I go, uh, is it okay? Can I move on to my show? And he goes, you can do whatever you want. And I go, okay. <clears throat> So I'm butt fucking this marine the other night. What? He stands up, and gives me the whole like, all right. All right. But afterwards, he came up and he goes his little table, whatever. And like, dude, we come out every weekend and heckle the comic, and if they yell back at us, we know it's a good guy, and we we be quiet. If we can take them, then we just keep going. I'm like, don't do that. Don't yeah, right. that's not a <laughs> that's not a thing. That's not okay. And they're like, yeah, man, that's how we judge whether a guy's funny or not i'm like no don't ever do that ever 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 yeah. like that's not he's like oh it was great you were great i'm like yeah that doesn't happen <laughs> <laughs> don't please don't do that ever that's everywhere horrible, dude. yeah these people they, like, they go in the mind fighting mindset. for my freedom to be up here and tell jokes yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. how can we get back yeah those guys last night were like they're telling the bartender like you know if they put us in the front row no you know how they pick on it we've had a few drinks we're gonna we're, they meet their match tonight man oh, and God. so as soon as i talked to frank the doorman i'm like he's a big dude boston hat yeah put him uh, in the back <laughs> yeah. i uh, i hate hecklers in real life more than i hate them in like stage life Ooh. like i hate the guys that try to be like go out of their way to try like regular Regular people that try to go out of their way to be funny, I hate them way more than people on a show trying to be like a You feel like when they find funny. out you're a comedian and then yeah, they try to Yes or no. Like this guy at the restaurant last night, we went to this we went to this barbecue place and the guy was leaving and he's like, Hey, by the way, best barbecue I've had in a day. <laughs> I'm like, ah, just kill yourself. Like I hated him <laughs> like, more than anybody who's ever been like, you suck or you know whatever. On st- I, I hated this man. <laughs> I hate when that happens in real life. Just like middle aged guys, like, hey, oh, bang bang, I got one for you. And you're like, oh please. It's like white tube socks. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, Jesus. Because I, I, the last thing I do is tell people I'm a comic. Like, oh I'm, yeah, it's oh, just yeah. one of those things where i feel like the 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 newer you are the more people you want to know yeah yeah i've had i've been in the same restaurant before where my openers have been like across the room and they don't like we don't know each other and i hear them tell the waitress you know i'm doing the uh, show at the uh, theater across the street da, da, da. and i'm in the, a booth in the corner like can i get more issues yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't want you to know shit oh, yeah, about right. me or nothing yeah. and uh so i feel like i feel like those guys that in in real life that aren't comics that you know have some accounting job are out like hey bang bang yeah. bang yeah, i'm yeah, like yeah. oh god just end wait. it just please <laughs> like, uh. i hate them way more than i hate anybody yeah, i hate them more than the knife lady <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was at a a friend's uh, birthday party, and uh, actually, like, I was I was with a friend, and then his friend was having a birthday party for his little nephew, was like six or seven, and they find out I'm a comedian. Of course, you know, my friend tells them, and so now everybody's like, "Do perform for us." I mean, it was like ten minutes of them. Trying to coax me into performing for him. They still understand. And it was just such an awkward moment. Oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. it's your son's birthday. It's not my, it's, it's his day. You yeah. Know? I want to enjoy the day just like you guys. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I didn't come here to work. They just want a quick one. That's the thing, too. Yeah. Is like a lot of people, yeah, you just, you know, come on. Like yeah. they're almost offended that you don't want to. Right. <laughs> they think it's like a guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pick up right, guitar and bust is. out stairway or something. Oh, we need we need a movie. We need more movies because like people don't understand. Like there's a couple documentaries, but every understand everybody understands like uh, musicians. Mm-hmm. Like right. there's so many movies about that and and like other art forms, but there's people really don't understand the 
comedic or uh, you know the comedian's experience yeah. you know what i mean well you say there's a couple documentaries but the only people who see those documentaries are, are comedians. Comedians. yeah exactly, <laughs> right, exactly. Right, right 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 we haven't been idolized yet you know one I mean? of my favorite comedian movies is mr saturday night by the way oh you said, billy crystal yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh my god that is so yeah. dead on and so beautiful and so oh i just love that film yeah anybody who's not a comedian listening to the show watch mr saturday night it's yeah. it's great it's awesome. the truth man hey where can we catch you guys what's coming up uh, I'm at uh, Laughs in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, not this weekend, but the weekend after after this. Okay, great. This is going up today. So uh, okay, awesome. okay, yeah. perfect. And Mike, uh, you can check all my tour dates out at MaloneComedy.com. And March is just slammed. I'm doing Omaha and Seattle, and uh, God, where else am I going? Chicago and a bunch of places. Oh, so awesome. yeah. Awesome. Come find me. Yeah, check out my website, MeoFlowers.com. <laughs> <laughs> <Leo> <laughs> <You know. laughs> I got links. Uh, awesome. I got links. Uh, what's going on here? Oh, all right. So I'm 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 back on the road in March. So I'm going to Chicago, Palm Springs. But February's out. This Tuesday night, this Wednesday night. Uh, if you're in Irvine, come on out. I'm back at Irvine there doing shows with Monty Franklin, Graham Elwood, Joe Sib. It's a little surfer guys show. We're giving away stuff from Quicksilver. Uh, still tickets available. Hit that. Uh, road stories, t-shirts at Estoy Merchandising. Get them while they're hot, guys. You're gonna go home with a t-shirt. Right, and I'm remember because they're right there. I never remember. Um, and thanks to everybody who came out in San Francisco. What a blast that was! Uh, and thanks for spreading the word. I don't work up there very much, so thanks for getting the word out there. And uh, the audience coming out. And that's it, man. These guys tour and they're really funny. And I'm very fortunate to have them on the show. So, kind of uh, when they come to your down, go check them out. Um, and uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks, Adios. guys. Thank you. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, trunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon.